He's the Bantamweight UFC champion of the world. We flew him all the way from New York to Calabasas, California. It's Al Jermaine Sterling on this week's Food Truck Diaries, and I'm feeding him Gordo's hot chicken. Let's go. Make it big, big, super thick. From my wallet to my check. I don't want it if it's skinny, but I need it if it's thick. Need a thick girl for the thick boy. I need everything I get, super thick boy. You ready? Used to have a model, bitch. Now I got a thick one. Yeah, I do. Last night went late. Yeah, we had a sick one. Yeah, very drunk. Yeah, and I like. The champ in the rain. Mr. Sterling, what's up, brother? What's up? How you doing? Getting a little wet out of here, dog. You know, this is what we do for a living. You You're know? from New York, though. Yeah. The weather out there is not great. No, it's okay. Right now, it's actually nice. It's not too cold yet, but um, it's getting there. It's getting a little gloomy out. Hasn't snowed. Now, with your uh, championship status, the champ status, I mean, you've been a champ. Are we thinking of staying in New York, or what are we doing here? Well, I'm, st I'm still in Vegas. I split my time half of the year. Uh, Vegas uh, tax reasons. Smart. Obviously, the weather is always shining out in yeah. Vegas for Never the most like part. This in Vegas, yeah. yeah, it can get a little gloomy in New York, but I still love New York. That's where yeah. home is. Got family out there, um, friends, all that good stuff. But I'm gonna be splitting most of my time over in Vegas. Yeah. Now, life for the uh, the champ is pretty good, my man. Life is good right now. Life is good, and I feel what's interesting about you. I feel like you were kind of like. I don't want to say hated, but you would feed into it a little bit and you get some hate back. Because with the, the, the Peter Jan fight where you know he lost on DQ, and then in the rematch, which I had you win in that fight, I didn't have Peter Jan win in that fight, there was like this kind of animosity towards you a little bit, like, oh, he's not the champ, but you definitely were. And then you <laughs> even doubled down and posted like, with the belt and shit, which yeah. I loved, right? And then I feel like with this TJ Dillashaw fight, it was one of your first fights where you weren't the heel anymore. Like, you weren't the bad guy. Like, everyone's like, yeah, I'll drain the champ, get him, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I feel like the tide has turned now. Do you uh, feel that or no? A little bit. I still feel like the TJ fight was like villain versus villain. I still feel like, like when we walked out to the ceremonial weigh-ins, he got booed, I got booed. It was like a mixture between chairs and booze. I'm like, I don't, suck, even, I don't understand like where I sit with the fans anymore. But you talk shit, I engage with you. You give me positivity, I engage with you. Yeah. I've been doing that since the beginning of my career. Yeah, you have. I love it. You know, that's what the fans get from this sport. It's not like the NBA Agree. where you get no access whatsoever. Agree. I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to reason with you good man to bad. man, good or bad. And I don't care. That's just how I am. Some people think I do too much, but I think this is, right. I've always it's been working. like this. So it's like, yeah, it's who your cares, personality. Man? Let, me, let me have fun the way I want to have fun. Don't tell me how I should live my life. Yeah, like, also these, these fans, like I, I don't get the backlash too. It's like... Well, Peter, you didn't make Peter Jan illegally knee you in the face. Crazy. You didn't, I mean, you just did your job in the rematch and controlled him the whole time and had his back. It's a dangerous dude, man. The most dangerous. Yeah, I still think he's one of the most dangerous guys, and I had to nullify him the way I had to nullify him. Yeah, I wasn't mad at it at all. And I, I, I was impressed with Peter Jan able to kind of navigate the waters. Like, when you have, that's your shit. When you have someone's yeah. back, like, they're usually screwed. So for him to, for you to have that control that many rounds, which I don't see the argument how it was controversial in any facet. Yeah, and it was four takedowns, four takedowns, guys. Correct. If your hands touch the mat, that's a takedown, college wrestling rules. So they say two for 22, four for 22, but who's counting, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely a win. And then how do you feel about with, with Jan uh, in his fight against Sean O'Malley? Before you answer, going into it, how did you see that going down? I didn't know. I felt like both guys had the ability to starch each other. Like, it's a striker versus striker matchup, both are super high level. You can see Jan connecting early, putting him down, and breaking a guy who's never actually been tested yet. And then you can see the other side of it, guy long rangey, 
and he's very good and very accurate with his shots. And he does a good job of faking where he'll throw something and it come back with another yeah. combination and just put, put it right on your chin and sit guys down. And did you did you think it was too much too soon for Sugar? No, no, no. Because he really hasn't fought, like, you know, that's the online chatters. Oh, he hasn't beat anybody good. You know, he fought Cheeto, right? He fought Pedro Munoz. That didn't go his way. No, nah, I, I think in the same realm of skill set, both guys are super high level. Yeah. What we didn't know about Sugar was, is he as tough as he can be when he's beating the hammer? Agreed. Whether or not he's going to beat the nail. And I give respect and credit where it's due. I thought he did a phenomenal job. But going into the fight, I had questions about how Me tough too. he was. And he showed, like, he took the shots. He weathered the storm, came back. He showed he belongs. Exactly. Showed he belongs. He, he's a top three guy. They have ranked number one now. So he's he's, not, all, he's one. not all cupcake, you know? He's not all cupcake. <laughs> it's, it's not, don't let that tie-dye hair fool you, exactly. man. That boy can fight. Exactly. He can fucking fight. Did you have him win the fight? So when I watch it in the back room, I'm getting ready for my fight. And uh, Oh, so you probably can't pay that much attention? Yeah, I'm still warming up, but it's getting me ready for my fight because I'm like, this is potentially who I'm fighting next. And uh, not in the sense of like a winning or a loss, but it's going to dictate a lot. you know. 100%. So I want to see what's going to happen Big with this matchup. And uh, just kind of letting me get a refresher and how to remember certain cues, like whether or not they're faking or footwork. Yeah. So I like to look at things like that while I'm in the back warming up as well. I watch the fights and it'll, it'll just rob me up a little bit in a good place, in a good way. So in the back, I had Jan winning, edging out in a close fight. I yeah. thought Jan rounds one and two and uh, O'Malley three, but I went back and I watched it on my podcast and I broke it down. I did like a whole fight review and I scored it. And I was like, O'Malley won the fight. O'Malley won the fight, hands did down. the exact same thing. So I was, I was doing a, a fight companion in Salt Lake City because I was on tour. So we did one in the green room with Frank Mayer and Jesse on Fire. So it was the three of us, and I was drinking, and it's tough for me to pay attention. Like, I'll see certain things, and I would see, like, Yon get taken. I'm like, ah, damn, because I was rooting for Sugar, obviously. Yeah. And I'd see all this stuff, and then we go round by round, and at the end of it, uh, I go, okay, how do you guys score it? And Frank and Jesse on fire, who's an MMA head, they're like, oh, Yon won that. Or they're like, Sugar won that fight. I'm like, really? I feel like Peter. I was like, don't yeah. quote me on that. So I saw the control of the takedown, so I, I'd probably give it to Peter. And then when I saw the Twitter talk coming on and people were like, I have sugar, two to three. I'm like, oh, he might've won this thing. Then we announced him, we just went nuts. Yeah. And uh, so I was like, man, I gotta rewatch it. Went back and rewatched it. I had, I had uh, sugar edging out that first round, second round, Peter all day, third round, sugar all day. Yeah. So two, three. And uh, Jan's fight with myself <clears throat> in that rematch, same thing. He starts off slow, even though he tried to be more aggressive. But it's three rounds. He gets behind on points and the same thing I said, like breaking down that fight, I said, it's gonna come down to who could score early. And O'Malley was able to score more, even though he got the takedown. The takedown wasn't devastating because he landed on his hands. He didn't do any control. And, he got right and then back remember, up. Sugar got a takedown in the first round, too. Yeah. The round ended with him taking him down. Exactly. And with the takedowns, you gotta, what did you do with it? If Agreed. I took you down and slammed your ass on the ground, okay, that's bonus points. But see, he just, but, see, the it was difference, a nice but also the difference, people were like, oh, well, Al Jermaine, when you when you took down Peter, you know you didn't finish him. You weren't landing big shots. Punch that motherfucker though. Punch also controlled him the entire time. Yeah. On his back is the most dominated position besides mount. Like that's considered winning the round. Yeah. Just to take down and do nothing with it. It's and the guys landing more significant shots. I always give that guy the round. Yeah. If I take you down in the street and I held you down like Matt Sarah did that guy at the at the restaurant, and I'm just <laughs> holding you down, laughing as you're bucking up and trying to move, and I'm just giggling like, ah, oh, look at you, you're so cute. Yeah. Like. 
What do you think is happening right now? Yo, you can't do anything. No, and when you get in the car, if your boys are like, you won that, man. Yeah, exactly. You know, never. You're never. not going to say, this guy, oh, you didn't do anything. I, yeah, I crushed your back yeah, and yeah. you did nothing about it. So so that leads me to this for your next fight. And I actually like where, where, you're, where your head's at, what I see on Twitter and in the headlines. I like that you're not rushing back into fighting because you're camps. But looking at the land, kind of the landscape, I would assume, especially for you, you want the most money possible, the biggest name, and a good fight. To me, that's sugar. He checks all those boxes. Cause yeah. you can get, you know, if you, you're a pay-per-view guy and you want points, sugar's bringing the audience. Out of all the names I can offer you, sugar's by far your biggest name. That's what I would think. But then I'm hearing the other side that people think it's Sayudo based on his accolades. But I'm like, the guy hasn't fought in almost three years, and it seems like no one cares. In my personal opinion like what I see, but I could be completely wrong. I don't think you're wrong. I, I think, and, and so I love Cejudo, there's no shade, shade here at all. But if you're comparing as far as like a numbers wise, Cejudo to Sugar, Sugar's current. He's coming off that huge Peter Yon win. Yeah. To me, that equals numbers. And that's I don't, Cejudo's not going anywhere. And I like that's to eat, yeah, that's what we want. I want that for you and I want that for Sugar. I love both you guys. And I think he, it's a great style matchup. Sugar should get pay-per-view points as well. So I will give him that that notion, because he will be driving that as well. And I You'll think anyone, go, no. I know, anyone <laughs> on a pay-per-view card, if you're on a pay-per-view card, you're on a pay-per-view card for a reason, right? Yes. So I think you should be getting some type of cut from that. You don't I have like to, that. you shouldn't always have to be the champ in order to yeah. get points, or yeah. Masvidal or Nate yep. Diaz. Agreed. So um, I like that matchup, and Sugar could go out there, he could beat me. He could start me, catch me early. I could take him down and make it a quick night. It's one of those matchups where it could go drastically one way or drastically the other way. So. I think he still has a chance. It's a great fight. I think I think it'd be good for you. I think you do have more fans on your side now after that TJ Dillashaw fight. I think you're out there more and like you're such a good dude. I, the people that hate on you, it's gonna be tough to hate on you now. I think you've showed your true skill set after you know the fights with Peter Yan, the fight with TJ, and then with Sugar and his fan base. To me, that's gangbuster. We go in Sizzler. Yeah. You're buying that Aventador, dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let me feed you, because I could talk to you all day. Let me feed you some uh, hot chicken from my friends at Gordo's, all right? And then yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll dry off and go inside. Chef it up. How you doing, brother? How are you? Good to see you again, man. Thank you for having us again, bro. I got a champ for you this time. Yeah, perfect. And he doesn't have a fight coming up for a while, so we can <laughs> eat. Perfect, Gordo. You can eat. You know what you want? Uh, I'm looking at the number three, mm -hmm. combo three. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's looking like... That's a classic. That's going to be money. And I'll do the mac and cheese. Perfect, perfect. One three-finger. What spice, bro? We got anywhere from no spice, mild, regular, spicy, to gordo killer. That's her uh, biggest... That sounds one. crazy. Do you I, eat spicy stuff? I do, but that's more my fiance, so yeah. I'll do the mild. I'll do the mild. Mild, mild is a lot. Yeah. I don't want to pay for it later. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to pay for it on that six-hour yeah. plane back <laughs> to New York. Uh, what about you, I'll do the number one. Number one. And I'll, I'll do it spicy. Not the Gordo spicy. I'm not trying to have issues either. Perfect, perfect. And then can I also uh, do the the chicken tenders? Yeah, of course. Yeah, the combo too? Yeah. And those spicy as well? Yeah, perfect. And then we'll also throw in a, a loaded fry so you guys could try it out as well. Okay, oh, might as well, man. Yeah. Push yeah. ourselves today. Perfect. You want to you want to throw in like two extra tenders in there too? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> extra right, sauce too? I, yeah, I don't gotta make weight right now, you know. <laughs> perfect, perfect. You're gonna be fighting at 55. You keep hanging out with me, man. I know. That super fight. That's I'm super already 170 fight. pounds. Everyone's like, "Oh, you should fight in February." I'm like, "You think I want to do that weight cut right now?" No. Oh, I do we'll not. get to that. That drives me nuts. Yeah. That drives Crazy. me nuts. Yeah, you were Shredville on that scale. You look jacked. 
So it's a hefty weight cut. It's yeah. Hefty weight cut. Look good though. All right, two yeah. fingers and sound. That's it, brother. Yeah, Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That's Gordo himself, dog. Yeah. Talking the man. That's Gordo himself. <laughs> Let's take a little break from chatting my boy, the champ, Al Joe. My boy, it's never too early to play holiday music. It's never too early to start thinking about the gifts for your friends, especially your bro friends, all right? We got you guys because we're all worried about below the waist there. We're all thinking about it. We're worried if you have a bush, how that's going to go over. So listen, my friends at Manscaped got you covered with the Lawnmower 4.0 to avoid another silent night in the bedroom. All right. Then add in Manscaped's top of the line shower products to have the people thinking, all I want for Christmas is you, baby. Santa cares about his sack and so should you. Look nice when you get naughty and get free shipping with 20% off by going to manscaped.com. Get that Manscaped Platinum 4.0 package. It's a one-stop shop for dudes who deserve it all. All right? It has everything you need to help you deck the halls from face to balls, just in time for the mistletoe seasons. The Platinum package has everything in it. They got the best-selling performance package, plus ultra-premium body wash, ultra-premium 2-in-1 shampoo, conditioner, premium deodorant. All right? You get the lawnmower 4.0. You get the freaking uh, nose and ear whacker treatment. We got you guys covered. And... You get the crop uh, reviver tone ball deodorant, and you get a little thing to put it all into a little um, freaking bag to put all your goodies in. All right, Manscaped is the one-stop shop. What else are you gonna use? Quit nicking your nuts. Quit bleeding for no reason. It has a flashlight. You can do it in the shower whenever you're ready to go. All you gotta do is get 20% off and free shipping at Manscaped.com/shop. S-C-H-A-B. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com slash shop. Manscaped, get your jingle balls ready for the holidays. This episode of the Food Truck Diaries, my boy Al Joe, is brought to you by the best Kratom on the planet. Listen, if you want to get focused, you want to quit using all this other stuff that you don't know if it works, and you're worried about, oh, I don't know, I've heard some things about Kratom, but I don't know if it actually works. Well, you got to use one brand, one brand only. We're talking about Happy Hippo. And when you visit happyhippo.com, use promo code THICKBOY. You get 20% off for life. You you use that code as many times you want. Share it with your friends, your aunt, your cousins, your nephews. I don't care who it is. If you're thinking about using Kratom, there's only one brand. That's Happy Hippo. HappyHippo.com. They have the shots. They got the gels. They got the gummies. They got the pills, the powders. We got it all, and you can trust them. Happy Hippo. I use the cherry-flavored really concentrated Kratom shot before I do any show. So visit Happy Hippo. Be like your boy. Visit HappyHippo.com. Use promo code TICKBOY. 20% off for life. Now let's get back to the program. All right, my man. Let's. This looks pretty messy. Yes. You wore the right color clothing. If this does get messy, I do have a white shirt, but whatever, man. I'm fat, so it's an excuse. Let's do it, dude. But the deed has to be done. It does. We have to get into this, man. Now Gordo's one, one of my favorite because it's all in the bun, dude. It's all in the bun. New York, you guys have good food, so you know what I'm talking about. Oh yes, but I don't eat the green stuff, so I should have told him to hold the coleslaw and all that. But you don't eat anything green. Barely. Mm. That's how it stays so ripped, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, that's good. Some of my favorites. It's so messy. <coughs> Mine's so hot. That's why I got the tenders. So spicy. A little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Mine's so spicy. Um, I made right? a, I made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Professional, though, I'll get through it. Um, yeah, because... You don't have a fight coming up, so we're going to eat like this. But this is how you should be eating after a championship fight. 
Got another ruby on the belt. Mm-hmm. Doing your thing, having a little fun. Hanging out with celebrities in LA. Doing the damn thing, man. When you think about fighting, I think it's funny, right? Because they, they're like, oh, Henry Cejudo, Al Jermaine in, what was it, February in Australia. I'm, I think you. I think on Twitter you put, uh, <laughs> kick rocks, not happening. I'll be ready in June, which is <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. Um, I don't think people realize, like, they watch the TJ fight and they see you dominate and like, oh, he's healthy, he's ready to get back in there. It's like, no, you don't see the camp. The mm -hmm. camp and for you to cut to uh, 135, like, people don't realize the amount and the, the, the beating your body takes going through those camps. And the guys I train with. Yeah. So, yeah, like you're saying, the camps are tough. I'm going with killers. Rob Duvall is really, is not an easy out for anybody. As I can show you video oh, footage. coming. Of him sparring with this guy, he'll do three rounds. This guy's done on the floor, laying down, takes his gloves off. He, he might not even take his gloves off. He's just laying down trying to get air. And then he'll go spar with this guy. And then he'll go spar with another guy. And then he'll look around and he'll just be like, is there nobody left? Like, that's no, that's no, Marab. there's not, Marab. Yeah. There's none left. We're trying to chill, dude. And that's who I'm sparring with. You know, and, so. And what's his, what's his ethnicity? Where's he from? Georgia, the country of Georgia. Yeah, man, that whole area. That mm -hmm. whole area scares me. So, All of it. They're just savages. I got some high-level training partners, man. Dennis Bazookia. I had JP Bays helping me down when I was in Vegas, giving me that TJ Dillashaw look. Yeah. Did a great job with that. Marab but, was there for the pressure of but the wrestling. With, but with Marab, it's, uh, I mean, he's coming, dude. Yeah. Like, winter's coming. Marab is coming. Oh, yeah. So it's only a matter of time. Have you guys talked it's a, about it's a cold, that? It's a cold storm he's going to bring. It's a cold storm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. cold, hairy storm. <laughs> uh, have you guys talked about that? Like, <laughs> so hairy. <laughs> so hairy. Um, right. <laughs> Have you guys talked about that? Because um, it's different when your train partners, like I don't like when train partners have to fight each other, uh -huh. but if it's for a belt, then we're, t it's, we're talking about life changing for, for both of you guys. Yeah. So that's when it gets dicey. 100%. Um, we've talked about it a, like a little bit. Do you not like this question? I mean, is, is it awkward? It's not awkward. It's just like, it's not a real reality until he's like there where they're like, okay, he's the next guy we're going to give the shot to. Then it's like, okay, we need to really figure out what the hell we're going to do. Um, before this fight, it was kind of like, dude, I could go out there and I could lose to TJ. And then the door is wide open for him, and I would help him the same way he's been helping me. Mm -hmm. So there's that. But obviously now I've won. So that puts him obviously in a weird spot, and that's just the reality of it. Um, but it's also about the performance, because you know how the UFC works. If he went out there and killed Jose Aldo, he's next in line, 100%. Right. But then it's like, all right, Morale, we need to figure out what we're going to do. Am I going to go up? Are you going to go down? Yep. Um, are we going to secretly do an interim title? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. And am I going to be injured? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm just joking. Am I going to take a little break, a yeah. long, extended break while you figure this out? Yeah. No, but I, I like your mentality. I like, That's my brother, Deal with man. it when it comes. Yeah. You, know, you have enough things to worry about right now. Deal when it comes. Because, you know, you got guys, like, obviously, Henry Cejudo wants that fight. Um, you talked about taking a break. I think it's funny, too, because the, the fans don't understand, unless you're close to the sport, it's usually not the fight. Yeah, there's some wars, which, you know, that there's a reason why the commission's giving a six-month suspension. But your fight, even with TJ, it, it was the camp that did it. So you deserve that rest. And also being champ, you don't want to be too active as a champ. You know, there's because, it, you know, you're fighting the best of the best. If you were to lose a fight, now that I think you're going to lose, but if you were to lose the fight, then you're getting, you know, you're not getting pay-per-view points, you're not getting the same recognition. So there's a lot that goes when you're champ yeah. based on what fights you're going to take. So you got to be smart about that. 
but it's also with like, and I, I'd love your stance on this, with TJ Dillashaw, who's my boy, I'll be completely honest with you, I love TJ. Yeah. We have the, know, we have the same coach, that's my guy. <laughs> yeah, that's my guy. I, I, I'm biased as fuck when I make picks. Like yeah. I, hate, I hate picking against anybody. But TJ's a legit friend of mine. And he, he trains with my old uh, coach, uh, Lister Bowling. And, you know, people were so upset at TJ because they were like, you know, he came out after the fight and was like, you know, I had one shoulder. It kept popping out in camp. Everyone's like, oh, you robbed us of this fight, stuff like that. Here's my, and. Uh, he pulled look, out that laundry list quick from his crotch. Yeah, I mean, he was <laughs> hurt though, right? I don't, but th th this isn't any disrespect towards you. I don't, that's a tough map. There's a reason why the, the, the odds makers had you as a favorite, not knowing that he had one shoulder. Like. Mm -hmm. You're, you're the best in the world for a reason. So that was a tough fight whether TJ had three arms, two arms, one arm. I don't care about that. But the backlash that TJ's getting, I think it just, you know, obviously because him popping hot for PDs, that it just gives people another reason. Like, oh, you robbed us on a fight. You should have pulled out of that fight having one shoulder. But you don't get to that level and, and not think you can't win a fight based off an injury. You just, exactly. I, and I think it's hard for just regular people that go, hold on, you have one arm? Why would you, you rob this, dude? TJ, he didn't become world champion of the bandweight division by, you know, taking the easy way out. Like, he literally thought, all right, it did pop out in camp, but I'm still winning rounds. Maybe I won't feel it as much when I get in there. Unfortunately, he goes in there, throws that kick, you take him down, he posts his arm, it pops out, and then you just mollywop him, <laughs> which was so rude. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little disrespectful. But I, I was like, geez, the, the mouth the entire first round. I, I give TJ credit for sticking it out and being tough and allow me to... Give him the lickings that he deserved. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Like, he allowed me to punch him because most guys in that position would have just tapped out and found a way to cover up or just lift their neck up. Like, I'm defending, but yeah. no, no, I couldn't get out or of Or they'll wave it off so they don't take damage. Yeah. And then it doesn't solidify you really. Like, I like that TJ was like, all he right, was a man about this it. is what it is. It, we both talk shit, and he was a man about it. Took his lickings like a man. Um, but to say, like, two shoulders or three or four would have changed the fight, I'm like, that is my best position. You're not turning into my guard. You're not escaping and shrimping. I get that body lock triangle on just about anybody, even if they're heavier weight classes. I've sparred with bigger guys. I get, get them in that position. They usually end up on bottom when the round's over, or the, like if it was a fight and we're sparring, I'm punching the ground out. You're not even getting out of this position, and, and the sparring session has to stop, and then we start back on the feet. No, I, I think, I mean, when you get somebody's back and, you know, you have their back like that, even, you know, these outliers who are, you know, ADCC champs and stuff like that, I think you're the best in the world so, so on, so, on somebody's back. Thank you. I mean, look what you've done to a, a number of guys, Santa Hagen, all, uh, and a number of these dudes. You get on somebody's back. That's why I earned more respect for Peter Jan to have you on his back that long, defend him like he, People have no idea how hard that is to defend. Yeah. You know? Jan was smart, though, because he did a two-on-one just about the entire Baseball time. Bat. Or he clamped down on my wrist, not allowing me to pull my arms out when I had the wrist control. That's smart. It kills the time, saves him from any punishment. Yes. It saves him from me advancing to a mount position where I could punch him out like I was starting to do, and then he rolled through, and then I had to change the positioning. And uh, from there, I had his back. And it's a little bit harder to do damage in that position, especially when they're holding the wrist. But you're winning. But you're winning. So people that were complaining about that one too, it's just like, you guys don't even understand what's actually going on. It's such a high level chess match. If Yon makes one mistake. It's over. The fight's over. It's over. If TJ has two good arms, he thinks he can now shrimp and turn to stand up. He gives up his neck. Correct. He gives up a guillotine choke. He's compromised. Situations that we drilled, we drilled over and over and over that I'm like, this is gonna be game over if we end up in this position, it's checkmate. You're also the best in the world at it. Like straight up, like you get somebody's back, like it's a world, like I'm sure, 
whether it's you know Sugar Henry Cejudo, like don't let him get your back, man. Thank like you. do not let this guy get your back. Yeah, it's um. We so, but did you did you have any animosity towards TJ when you heard when he's like I had one shoulder? I, not animosity, but I was a little I was a little tight. I was like, yo, that's a bitch move, bro, because you came at me the entire training camp saying you're building in excuses. I'm like, dude. I'm saying what I think is possible. I think that there's a real life possibility that you're cheating still, yeah. and you're finding another way to get around it. As per your team has said, they disclosed this, his that he was did? cheating for since like pretty, I think they said like college, mm -hmm. college wrestling, he came over and was showing these guys how to like do the dosing or whatever. So your teammate said this, not me. So deal, like, take that up with them with your, your former teammates. Yeah. And then. Is that like Cody Garbrandt stuff, the boys from Alpha Male? Yeah, yeah. I but take all that with a grain of salt, though. That, but they then they hate each but other. But then there's other people within that realm who've also said the same gotcha. thing. Gotcha. So then yeah. from them, like, well, where the smoke is fired, they can't yeah. all be lying mm -hmm. and just all hate TJ yeah. to that, to that well. extent where they're just going to mix shit up. Yeah. So I'm like, well, there's a possibility that he might be cheating. So I got to consider that. But at the same time, it's like I fought other guys who probably were cheating, and I, it doesn't matter. 100%. I take my loss like a man. I yeah. take my win like a man. And that's it. You know, I may be parading around, but after you finish somebody, you want to have a little fun. Let that out. You burned it. Ten weeks, eight weeks, however long the train camp is. So, so you wish if you wish TJ just didn't say anything. You wish like he was just like just took the loss. Just say the better man won tonight. Yeah. When Jan was kicking my ass in in that first fight, I, I said what happened. I said I made a miscalculation, but that's on me. It's not Jan's fault. It's my fault. I take full responsibility. He was starting to kick my ass later in the fight, and it was pretty. It was getting very, very one-sided. Yeah. You could say my punches weren't effective, but it was starting. I was still working. Yeah. But I wasn't gonna quit. I wasn't gonna roll over. I took my beating like a man, and I was trying to still find a way to win the fight. And I said he was better that night, but he made a mistake, and it gave me an opportunity to do it the right way. Yep. And then the rest is history. So yep. for him, say whatever you want about the shoulder, but I guarantee you, you were winning sparring sessions, and it gave you the confidence to go. I can win this fight. That's what he's saying. He was, he was like, everyone upset at me. He was like, in sparring, I, I was fine. I was winning. I was beating world-class guys. Exactly. Even though my shoulder's compromised. So that's why I'm not mad that he said that because he, he to his point, was like, no, don't get a twist. I'm still a world-class fighter, even yes. though my shoulder was, quote-unquote, injured. And Al Jermaine still beat me. Sterling still beat me, even with this one shoulder. You know? I, I agree. I just think the way he said it came off like a little sour. But you can understand why he would still take the fight even with one shoulder. Oh, 100%. At his age, like, and my point w to it was like, all right, it sucked. He had one shoulder. You know, his shoulder blew out. But at his age, like, the chances of him, which is a redemption story, the chances of him getting back to this point if he pulled out are not good. There's mm -hmm. so many monsters looming in those shadows in the bantamweight division. So he has to take advantage of it. And he legit in his head thought he could beat you. Yeah. Legit. 100%. And that's why I try to explain to people, I'm like, I go through these training camps with injuries, and I have to decide whether or not I want to continue. And if I get through the sparring sessions, that means I could get through the fight. Yep. So if he got through the sparring sessions, he probably thought he could win the fight. I mean, that's like Francis Ngano, his last fight against Saragon. ACL. He blew out his ACL. Couldn't walk, couldn't spar, couldn't do any training. He called Kamaru Usman to tell him they're close. He called Kamaru, and Kamaru was like, bro, I haven't been able to run in years. Uh -huh. Like, I, I've had training camps where but my knees were so bad or my shoulder was so bad, I couldn't even spar, I couldn't train nothing. He's like, but mentally, I still went in there knowing I could win. He's like, and I found a way to win. Exactly. He's like, so don't let this be a reason to pull out of the fight. So if every fighter disclosed their injuries every time, I think the fans would be shocked. Yeah. So it's very rare a fighter goes into camp full health. These guys, the fans sometimes, they could be a little relentless because they don't understand, like, this is our livelihood. We need to put food on the table. Yes. We need to provide for our families, especially when you have a little one, like TJ does. So True. I respect him as that and family man. Like, I don't need to discredit him and, un like, the stuff that he's done and accomplished 
to, to big myself up. I can give credit where it's due. Yeah. I just beast. One of the best to ever do it. Exactly. You beat him. And I think he wholeheartedly thought he could beat me the way he was. And then I, I didn't like how he kind of shitted on Garbrandt saying, like, I beat him with two blown out shoulders. I'm like, okay, well, if you beat him with two blown out shoulders, don't make the excuse now that your shoulder's been coming out and you lost. That like, makes sense. At the end of the day, you lost. Just take it. Take the L. Yeah. Like, I'm going to come back better. Rehab and just go yeah, through the process. I, I think for TJ too, knowing him, like he's such a savage in training camp. He's put so many miles on him on himself during training camps. I'm gonna say so the PD has probably played a little bit of a factor. Maybe a you know, yeah, right I, yeah. <laughs> I gotta throw that. I, in there. I just disappear. I'm out. <laughs> like the meme, I just disappear. like the Homer Simpson. Yeah, yeah, just into the bushes. <laughs> no, I think, uh, but he goes so hard in the paint. It's like these injuries are catching up with him. Like Corey Sanhagen blew out his knee, beat him, and he remember he beat Corey Sanhagen one knee. Listen, if you haven't started shopping yet, I got the perfect gift for you guys out there, guys and gals, all right? Wireless earbuds are expensive. And listen, my ears are all messed up, so you need some that fit. Maybe you got small ears, large ears. My friends at Raycon got the perfect gift. And right now you can shop early, skip the stress, snag some of the best deals of the season on something everyone will love. We're talking about premium audio products from Raycon. When you're looking for a gift for everyone, all right, you're looking for a stocking stuffer, Raycons are the way to go. Their wireless earbuds are the only earbuds I can put in my freaking weird ears. Their headphones and speakers, their premium sound, useful features. They also custom, all right, comfortable fit and up to 54 hours of battery life. All right, we got you guys covered. Plus, Raycon makes it easy with holiday gift guides for everyone in your life. Dads, moms, coworkers, maybe there's some girl you want to impress, get her this cool gift, all right? Right now, go to buyraycon.com slash shop, S-C-H-A-B, get 20% off site-wide, the entire site, 20% off any Raycon product, which never happens, so don't miss out, all right, to save big and shop stress-free this holiday season, or save even bigger and get 30% off Raycon's exclusive holiday bundles. When you bundle it in more than one thing, bundle it together, you get 30% off. That's buyraycon.com slash shop for 20% off your Raycon purchase, buyraycon.com slash shop. Listen, we all want to get in that zone. We all want to be productive. You want your brain firing at the highest capabilities that's why you need nootropics but not just any nootropics you need alpha brain from my friends at onic my brother from another mother comedian podcaster joe rogan says it helps him form better sentences when he's talking now listen it's nootropics and you're like yeah but i'm very sensitive to caffeine it's caffeine free and i'm so damn sure of their alpha brain you get your money back no refund necessary you get your money back you can keep the bottle. Tell them why you didn't like it. It's not fit for you, which you're going to love it, but no return necessary. Keep it. Keep it. That's how sure they're going to love it, man. You guys are going to love Alpha Brain, and you can save 10% off the entire Onnit website on kettlebells, steel club maces, workout gear, workout nutrition. We're talking protein powder, protein bites, warrior bars, Alpha Brain, everything 10% off. Or you can go to Walmart and just pick up Alpha Brain. Pelt your boy out here. Help your boy out. Save 10% off by going to onnit.com slash FTD. All right, or swing by your local Walmart and pick some up today. But use onnit.com slash FTD and save 10% off. Alpha Brain, the best nootropic on the planet from my friends at Onnit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, get you some, man. It's time to celebrate. Yeah. I'm gonna take a little bit of this. I know we put some in here already, but I'm gonna. I put like a full glass in for you. Show the, I just want to make sure you get the full spectrum there. Show the guys. But this is so hot. Try a little thick <laughs> magic. Jesus pause. Christ! I mean, I'm trying to hold it together over here. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use an excuse too. If this interview goes bad, I'm like, man, that, the sam. I'm blaming on the sandwich. <laughs> I'm just gonna take the easy way out. But like the sandwich was too hot. I blew up my. I think this is actually my third time. So cheers. Cheers, brother. Good Much to see success. you again, man. Thank yeah, you. you too, brother. The champ. Yeah, 
Smooth, Daddy. Yeah, it is. It actually is really smooth. I'm not, I didn't smooth. know what to expect, to, to be 100% honest. I'm with you. There's a lot of people out there with alcohol could get a little dicey. Yeah. There's nothing worse when your friend creates an alcohol. And he's like, try it, and on air, y'all. It's smooth. It's smooth. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Um, I'm yeah. I don't want to announce your stuff until too early, but I'm excited for some stuff you have in the works. Oh, You're a little entrepreneur yourself, man. I'm trying. You're a beast. I, I'm trying to make a rum right now, so hopefully... When I go down to Jamaica, we can find a company that can do the bottling and distilling for us. And then just keep it more authentic. My grandparents, yeah, my man. parents are both from Jamaica. So I would like to keep my ties to that country. And I like it because it's authentic to you. Because a lot of people, you see a lot of celebrities, whoever they are, be like, oh, I came out with a vodka or a tequila. It's like, you didn't even drink that stuff. Yeah. But they're just doing it for the money. You know what I'm saying? That, so that never works out. But back to fighting. So... TJ fight, you look phenomenal. I mean, best body at Bantamweight we've seen in a hot second. You know, <laughs> not to get weird on you, but uh, you look jacked as hell in that. So now you're sitting back. We want to see you fight. Uh, the we talked about in the February. yeah in February not happening. So kick rocks to, to as you said. Um, you know, so for you to maybe fight in June, you know, there, there's you got the Henry Cejudo's of the world, right? Mm -hmm. Any interest in Henry Cejudo? See, here's my stance with Cejudo. I feel like no one really cares, except the diehard fans. But I could be completely wrong. Tough competitor, I think it would be a tough fight. He's a good fighter. I do think I will have the the recognizable on TV size advantage. Mm -hmm. I think in person, I think Height, speed, we'll see the physicality. Yeah. He keeps talking about this wrestling background. I'm like, well, that doesn't have any real bearing on the fight when you have another high-level wrestler. Uh -huh. I mean, if we had a wrestling match, I'm like, so you know, how badly do you think you would win? Or how badly would you actually lose? Like, what do you actually think would happen if we just straight up wrestled? You know? Uh, yeah, my only pushback with that, and tell me if I'm completely wrong, because I don't have a wrestling background. I wrestled for a long time, but not at your level, especially not at Henry Sudo's level. You know, I think being an Olympic champion, uh -huh. you know, and uh, fight, uh, competing at the Olympic level, a little different than collegiate level, right? Some outliers. Like Bo Nickel, you know? Like freestyle. those outliers. Yeah, freestyle. Folk style wrestling is what I did in college and in high school. Gotcha. Henry didn't do folk style in college. He did... Freestyle, freestyle yeah. went right to the Olympics. Yeah. So it's a little different style. That's why my back riding, pause, is high level. Because okay. we, we wrestle on top. We're allowed yes. to wrestle in the top position. We get those legs in. Yep. And that's why I think if we wrestled, I'd beat them, depending on the style that we, we competed in. Or if we fight, like, what does he do to win? He keeps saying all this. Like, what do you do? Do you keep it standing or are you going to try to knock me out? Yeah. <coughs> Probably have an advantage on I the feet. I should probably chew my food first, right? Sorry, yeah, guys. You, you, definitely <laughs> have, you know, breaking that fight, you definitely have an advantage on the feet. That's yeah. What you know, all day, yeah. But he thinks, Speed I, advantage. I, I think for him, his mental toughness is the most impressive thing about That's what him. makes him an outlier. Him and DC yeah. just, they don't quit. You know? Exactly. They're, they're savages when it comes to that. But it would be a tough fight. But I think I have a lot more tools to win where for him, Agreed. I think his tool of winning is he needs to get me in a tough spot so that he can land heavy damage. I mean, how much shots do I actually take in my fights? Discrediting the, the Jan fight, like if you don't include that one, where I said like my rehydration process felt like I was still cutting weight in the in the middle, of, like during the fight, Jesus. from the beginning of the day till the fight. The only knock you have is the Marlin fight, right? That was it. That's it. So that and that's one shot. Any, that could happen to anybody. One shot. Yeah, I don't give a shit. And I, me not paying Marlin any mind and discrediting him and then making a, a shitty mistake and just rushing in and 
you know, you're supposed to have those fight day nerves. That fight, I didn't have that. I just kind of went in there super cocky. That's when you know you're and I got, And I got yeah. humbled. Especially really at his quick. level, yeah. Yeah. So That's I, good for you. That's what allowed you to be champ now. Exactly. You need that to happen. Yeah. So that made me better in the sense of my mental preparation. And I learned, like, you got to check your attitude and your ego at the door whenever you step into that Especially cage. at your level. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's big prices that you have to pay, and it's with your brain cells, you know? So I learned from that. Marlon was better that night, and hats off to him. Uh, but with, with Henry, I look at it like, what would be your advantages to winning? And I have to be honest with myself. My skill set and his, and to be fair, he beat Dominic Cruz coming off the couch. Dominic Cruz took it a, a great opportunity to fight for a world title on short notice. Correct. So it's like, who wouldn't take that opportunity? You get a crazy pay bump, right? You get a chance to possibly become champ again, yep. and that means you get pay-per-view points if you do win. Who's not taking that chance? Yep. Like, let's 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 uh, call it what it is. And he said to me, if you make that choice to step into the octagon, that's on you. So I go, okay. So TJ made the same decision to step into the octagon. Yeah. That's on him, right? Yeah. So we have to, but still, we still have to assess these differences in these fights, these these uh, variables. So I go, okay, you had a fight that went that way based on this. I do think if you fought Dominic Cruz where he is now before the Cheeto knockout, obviously, I think it's a different fight. Yes. Because now he's got his feet wet. He's been more active. Yep. But he's also at the uh, upper echelon of his career. Yep. But It'd I think be a different fight for sure. It's, exactly. Yeah. But I'm not saying he still wins. I still I still think Henry probably still yeah. wins the fight. Yep. But it is what it is. Henry won, and you can't take that away from the guy on paper. So he's the champ. He, he won. Would you say in order for Henry to, to fight you, you probably need a win over, uh, I don't think Sugar would fight him. I don't think UFC would do that to Sugar. That's Any fight. Anybody. Just any fight. Cheeto. Anyone. Show the, the fans five. you're serious. Show yeah. me you're serious. Cause I'm just like, I, I look at him and I can't take him serious. I really can't. And there's no disrespect. Uh, no, I get it. I, I think because, you know, he is silly on there and talks a lot of shit. And I'm silly too. You're silly too. As they call cringe. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I just like to have a good it's time. Like I like King to be cringe silly. Versus silly. Really, what, King cringe versus. For the cringe god is what yeah, they call us now. Like, the okay. are, I don't know what the kids are I said saying. thank you to somebody. They told me that was cringe. <laughs> I was like, this is so you crazy. guys just say cringe things? for anything. It's overused now. Yeah. You guys won it's the like cringe word out. Yeah. It's like epic. Yeah, that's <laughs> out, too. That's out. Um, yeah, so I, I think for Henry, if you were to get a win over that, I can see that. But I, I think, too, sometimes people don't take him seriously. Like, when I had Volkanovski in here, and remember Henry Sue was talking shit to Volkanovski, and, I was, and he just shed a light on this. So I was like, oh, my God, you're so right. Because I was like, on the, in the interview, I was like, you know, what do you think coming off big win? What do you, what do you think about, um, you know, fighting Henry Sudo? And he's like, bro. I don't want to answer that. He's not even the testing pool. So he's talking all this shit, and he, he's not even a, like, I don't entertain it because it's not real. Mm -hmm. Until he goes through that, then I'll entertain it. And I was like, he's not in the testing pool? He's like, no, bro. So he's six months out. I'm supposed to fight in two or three months. I might even entertain it. It's not an option. I was like, oh, I didn't think of that. So I think Henry Sudo's asked for all these fights before, right? But he, w it wasn't a legit option because option he wasn't even in the testing pool. Now he's back in there. I'm interested what, to see what the UFC wants to do. I, I heard the UFC from sources, really wanted you versus Cejudo. But uh, if I'm you, it just, again, it, it, it's, a, it's a numbers thing. It's a, it's a it, you know, it's a, you want the biggest fight possible. Sugar's the bigger fight. Sugar's the biggest fight. There's a lot of hype on Sugar right now, right? I like Sugar Tits, you know? I think he's a very well-renowned guy. I think he's talented. He's doing a lot of things outside of fighting, which makes him super popular. I don't, they compare him to Connor. Which I don't get. It's kind of like funny and witty. I feel like Sugar's more like silly. Like he does the stuff where he's smoking weed, he's shadow boxing with one glove on, silly, the other yeah. hand's blowing, the other smoking the they're joint. Two, they're completely different. Maybe, yeah. I guess the compa comparison, because he, ma he makes a lot of money. There's knockout. Well, Sugar can have a ton of knockouts, but especially at Connor's level. But there's also maybe a similarity because he makes so much money outside of the octagon, but outside that, 
they can be more opposite. Yeah. Like, There's not, nothing similar whatsoever. You're the most rich? Yeah, I, I don't White. know. They compare him to Connor. I'm like, it's the weirdest comparison because Connor's actually a funny motherfucker. Like, Sugar's Sugar's just like he does he does silly things that I just find funny. Yeah, and he's a he's a cool dude. Yeah, sh yeah, Sugar's great. But I think that's a big fight, and I think if I'm gonna be champ, I'm gonna take the fight where because I could lose the next fight. I could go on a crazy skid and lose the next three or four. It's a business, brother. That's how it goes. It's a business, and it's a business move, and it's no shade on Henry Cejudo. He's such a not that much. Henry Cejudo is such a savage and deserves all the respect. But if I'm in the business of Aljo. The business move is sugar. Yeah. As far as, you know, getting viewership, pay-per-view buys, the magnitude of the fight, everyone's tuning to see what sugar does next. And you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If we're going to get into the thick of it, pun intended. <laughs> Three C's <laughs> thick. And see <laughs> thick. I definitely think that this Sean O'Malley fight, and Dana said it, I think he didn't think I was going to do what I was going to do. And then, obviously, he didn't know what was going to happen with TJ and his pre-existing injury or whatever. And I don't think he thought O'Malley was going to win. So he probably thought they could at least do the trilogy with myself. And they, they thought they had really good options. And I don't know what the difference is now. I still think it's a good fight. I still think a lot of people will tune into Which this. fight? With myself and Omali. Oh, 100%. It's, it's the biggest, biggest fight they can make. They know that. Yeah. They're just playing hardball. They, they, they know that. Which I don't. We all fucking know this. So I just don't get it. Like, if you think Omali can win, he's going to definitely do the work. He's got Augusto um, Taquino Mendez, who I fought also. Um, ADCC world champion. And I beat him in like the grappling department for the most majority of the fight. He did go for a leg lock. He tried to say I grabbed the cage, didn't grab the fucking cage. But uh, I beat the guy over 15 minutes. You yeah. know? So um, that's his training partner. That's his training partner who still competes in jujitsu, and he's got a good guy to like reference for like back control and things like that. Yeah. So it would be an interesting, interesting fight. And I don't necessarily want to fight in June. It was just a, a month I threw out there. You would so fight like, before that? If you just don't want to fight in February. Yeah, I don't want to travel one. That's one, and I'm being completely honest with the with the viewers. I don't want to travel again to spend twenty grand plus just to go to an overseas fight and, and make all the accommodations. It's like in I had Perth, to do last right? Time. It's in Perth. Now, I, I go to visit. Here's my <laughs> here, yeah, hundred percent. Australia's fantastic. Here's the thing. My thing with that, as a champion, you, they should come to you. You're it should be where the fuck you want the fight at. It doesn't make sense when I hear champions going to Abu Dhabi and England, Australia. If you're the champ, unless that's your backyard, I'm like, yeah. nah, dog. They can meet me in Vegas. Yeah, it and should I, be set up for me. I've earned this status where it should be set up so I have the most um, comfort possible. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I, I'm not opposed to fighting in Australia. It's just I just did an overseas fight. Do I want to do that all over again? Two weeks, getting there, getting acclimated, and doing all that. It's, it's weight. There's a lot shit. that goes no, into no, no. it. Uh -uh. So I was like, and for me to cut 35 pounds again. And people are gonna call me a weight bully. I'm like, everyone cuts weight, bro. Fucking weight relax. Bully? Jesus yeah. Christ. I'm like, I'm too small for 45. But I can go up and compete with some of those guys. Doesn't mean I'm gonna be the best in the world at 45. Right now I'm the best in the world at 135. So it's like, I'm gonna weigh my options. I'm like, I don't wanna do that yo-yo to my body because I do think there's negative effects. 100%. And I wanna make sure I'm enjoying my life. I wanna make sure I'm setting up the things that I need to set up so that when I'm done, I'm 33, I'm not a 21 year old bull anymore. Yeah. I got injuries. I tweaked my rib beating the shit out of TJ. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how. Probably I, from. Later in that night, yeah, just having my figure four yeah. and the way I was twisting at those punches. I woke up, I, well not woke up, later that night, I was like, dude, what the fuck happened? Like, how do Did I- you tear like the ligament or something in the ribs there? I got the x-ray, nothing was torn. Um, just sore. Just sore, so I guess that's just it, thank God. So um, that was, that'll heal up in time. I haven't trained yet. And uh, at the end of the day, I just, it's all about maximizing your time in the sun. Yep. You know, so if anyone doesn't understand that, think about it like that. If you have a job opportunity, you're gonna make sure you can maximize that opportunity. If, you, if it's a small window, 
like I said, I could lose my next fight, and then pay-per-view points are gone out the window. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming. Pat on the ass. Correct. We'll see you next time. Yep. <laughs> Let yep. us know when you want to compete again. Then you again. have no leverage. That's it. You know? You're fighting Henry Cejudo and freaking Tijuana or some shit. I'll do these three-round fights be. all day long. Yeah, man. But a five-round training camp, it's, it's a different beast, man. So I... I got a little bit of injuries that I gotta take care of. I got this partial, partially torn bicep tendon that I have. I gotta get that rehab, get this thing stronger. And how's the neck? The neck's way better, night yeah. and day. Thank God, I wish I did it earlier. Yeah. Cause it would've saved me a lot of pain and agony going through these, those training camps that I had in the beginning of my UFC career. Yeah. And I got through them, but eventually the straw that broke the camel's back was me getting slammed on my head by Jan. Yep. And then, uh, uh, what was the other one? The, the fight ending knee. Yep. You know? and. Yeah, so it is what it is, man. And and uh, going to Jan, how, how do you feel? Jan was talking that he feels disrespected and he feels like th there's something's up with him. You know, the the decisions to you losing in those decision that decision, the split decision, then losing to Sugar. He's like, I want to take my talent elsewhere outside the UFC. My 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 whole thing with that is, you know, I I I, I don't really get how I can feel that way because it's not like it was a your fight wasn't a robbery. The Sugar Sean fight wasn't a robbery. Close fights, mm -hmm. not a robbery. It's not like you beat the hell out of the guy for five rounds and then it went the opposite way. So the close fight, so he can see how people can allude to that he lost the fights. Yeah, I don't really understand his, his rationale on that. I think it was right after the fight, so maybe he didn't watch it yet. A little emotional. Yeah, I get Which that. we all get. And I can see for him, you do all that work, the training, you make the trip, the sacrifices, leaving your family, and then the fight doesn't go your way in a close fight, and you feel like you've been slighted. But when he goes back and he watches it, if he tries to be outside of himself, which you have to be, if you want to progress, you can see why you lost the fight. Correct. And I, again, I thought Jan won the fight when I watched it in the back room by a close margin. I went back and I watched it as a judge. Yep. I go, That's what by I the did. scoring criteria, I think O'Malley won the Agree. fight. And for, and for uh, Peter Jan, too, it's also, he's still top three in the world. Mm -hmm. Like, whoever they give him next, I feel sorry for. You know, unless he goes to the judges' card. Am I, right? <laughs> no, I feel bad for whoever he has to fight next. Like, don't get it twisted. Just because he lost to you and he lost to Sugar, like, that guy is no joke. You lose it to the best guys in the world. Oh, he's a nightmare of a matchup. Yeah, Nothing's I mean, easy with that fucking He beat Corey Sanhagen in a five-round war. Now, I don't, let me not call it a war. Five-round fight where he got stronger as the fight went on and it showed his brilliance and it showed why he was a former champion. And, um... Why he's a threat to anybody in this division or even in the world. He's such a beast. Yeah. Such a beast. So uh, for you, you, you mentioned 145, and we'll get you out of here after this. You mentioned uh, 145, how there'd be no reason, you know, you're doing the thing at 35, best in the, best in the world at 35. But it's, it, we're in this day and age of, you know, double champ, double champ. Does that cross your mind to go up to 45? Yeah, but this division is so deep it's it'll so be bad. really hard to be a double champ because then it's like when are you going to defend the 135 pound belt and i can see how that can be messy i would have to fight have another quick fight and then i could be like okay i can make a quick turnaround and go to 45 where i'm not cutting as much weight it depends how long you want to fight for because let's say you fight sugar next let's say it goes your way you beat sugar then henry sudo's there then you clear out those two you beat peter yan right you beat Corey santa hagen <laughs> I could see an argument there, like, yeah, let's go to 45 for the big big name fight. Especially yeah. if Volkanovski were to beat Makachev, which is it's a tough gig. Swimming upstream right there. That's yeah. a tough one. And I, I'm not saying it's impossible, but he's definitely swimming swimming upstream for that whenever you're dealing with a 10-pound weight allowance. Makachev's a like big Mark dude. Well, I'll get to that fight after that. I'd love your thoughts on that fight. Yeah. But 45, is that industry at all? Jumping no, up there? 100%. Fight? 
There's a, there's a lot of good fights at 45 for me. And I trained with the kid Bryce Mitchell multiple times. I love Bryce. And he's a tough dude. He doesn't cut the most weight for 45, which gives me confidence that I could come in and do some good things at that weight as well. He's tough. He's durable. He takes guys down, and he makes it look like almost like effortless what he does to he's these undefeated. guys. undefeated. Yeah. So that gives me confidence. God, I'd love to watch you guys grapple. Oh, it's so fun. Bryce is a beast. There's, there's, there's a couple of good, like, footage on us. And that's why, like, I get confidence from things like that. So, and then I see these guys doing well. Bryce is such a down-to-earth good dude overall. Such a good kid, man. Such a good dude. Yeah. Little, he gets a little wild with certain things. <laughs> I find funny. Strong American. <laughs> the, the strongest, which I vibe with and I love, but then he came on my show, I'm like, oh, we're going to get demonetized. Yeah. Like, some shit I love him, and then he was going after Rogan. for. He's like, call me a dumbass for being a flat earther. He's like, I challenge you to debate. I'm like, Bryce, you don't want these problems, bro. Yeah. Like, debating Rogan's a bad idea, my man, especially Rogan. on flat earth. Yeah, Rogan comes prepared. Yes. Which yes. I don't even know how he has time to do all that research because I don't have the time to do that shit. And his stuff, it's not like he's just researching, you know, a fighter coming up or something like that. Like, yeah. I mean, he's sitting down with, like, Jordan Peterson and Elon Musk and shit. Like, he's just a different level, man. What's that astronaut guy, um, the black dude? Oh, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah so Super the smart. fact that Joe knows half of those things, I'm like, dude, you are 10 times smarter than I probably ever will be or have time to be. Maybe when I'm done fighting, I can learn the way he does with podcasting. I, I, would, I would like to be uh, positive and say we could both get there. Yeah. Like, bro, he's <laughs> just a freak, man. He's yeah. just, he knows uh, something about everything. Yeah, which is he just down. He just, the, the way he downloads data and then can regurgitate in his own the spread and you know the way he can do it. Yeah, it's just like it's, I've never seen it. He's like, huh. he's so good. Yeah, he'll go, huh, interesting. <laughs> and then he'll like have a a point, and then like you know he'll stump like Neil deGrasse Tyson, like Jesus Christ, dog. Yeah. Where me, I just like Mars, bro. Yeah, that's Talk it. Talk to us about Mars. That's it. He's all, that's <laughs> it. I'm like, yeah, that's all you got for you. Yeah, but, but um, one forty-five would be interesting. I think there's a lot of good fights. And I just watched five thick too. Yeah, what was uh the kid who just won? Um, Brandon, no, Ar Arnold Allen. Arnold Allen, he's, he's my dark horse. Wow, for that division. That guy's scary. That guy's scary. Yeah. That guy's a problem. What he did to Cater, and I don't know there's a little bit of an injury, whatever, but he was pretty much on cruise control. From See the what he did to Dan Hooker too. Yeah, the kid's a problem. Yeah, you I know, think you know his a dad's a strong man. Yeah, his dad's a strong man. Yeah, so that'd be a tough fight, man. So there's a lot, there's a lot of challenges at that weight class, right? That'd fun. be fun, dude. And that's scared, that's scared fun for me, me to watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Horrible <laughs> for, for me, you. <laughs> for me, I'm like, this fight might yeah, hurt. It's fun. That but fight yeah. might be painful. Yeah, nightmare. I might be in the hospital after this one. Nah, yeah, so, yeah. But as far as, uh, again, I keep saying we're going to end on this, but it's, I promise I'll end on this. But as far as Markachev and uh, Volkanovski, I, you know, I, I can see ways maybe Volkanovski can pull it off, you know, um, on the outside with his kicks being an issue. He'll have speed advantage. I do think people will be surprised how strong Volkanovski is. Mm -hmm. That dude is a tank. He used to be 220 pounds. Yeah. Like, first Rugby. team all thick. Yeah. I don't know if he gets back thick. I'll, I'll sponsor him. He, like, <laughs> refuses to get fat. So he, uh, you know, I think he'll have some speed advantages, I think, technique-wise. But when it comes to wrestling and boxing, you know, with Machem, him going forward, um, I, I think stamina is going to be a, a cardio is going to be on Volkanovski's side. It's just... I was never that high on Makachev. Like, everyone told me how good he was, and I hate when people tell me how good a guy is. I'm like, I'm not seeing it yet, bro. Like, best of all time. Like, I'm not seeing it. Yeah. And then when I saw what he did against Charles Oliveira, I was like, yeah, you guys went bullshit, this dude is good. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be reigning champ for quite some time. If he wants to be, yeah, he can be. Um, yeah, tough fight. I think the stylistic matchup, I think the speed, 
the feints of Volkanovski. He does this like level change thing where it's so subtle but quick twitch movements. Yeah. And he does he will do that inside leg kick, utilize that, and he will just keep touching, keep touching, kind of get you to uh, a little bit frustrated. Pull out your attack, and then he'll be able to tie you up, um, or he'll land that one two that he does so well. Uh, he's a small dude, so he punches up. Yeah. Um, but he does a great job of doing that. His timing is always on point. Uh, His cardio is ridiculous. He impressed me with the Aldo fight, how he shut him down systematically. I was just like, man, Aldo had nothing for him. Like, no answers after just coming off these highlight reel knockouts. Even Max Holloway. Yeah. Like, when they, when they did that one, I, I told him, I said, I think you need to get over that Max Holloway hump because he has such a big fan base. Yeah. In order to just get that, put that behind you, like, you just got to beat him. He's like, yeah, if they want to do it, we're down to do it. Then he did it. And to me, that wasn't like a weathered Max Holloway. Yeah. Like, I, I think it was more a product of that's how fucking good Alex Volkanovsky is. Yeah, so it's, it's not like Max Holloway's that bad. That motherfucker's a savage. Yeah, people have a hard time differentiating between that. Like, Correct. they won't give the credit where it's due. Like, they'll say, like, maybe something was off with this guy when it's like, no, motherfucker, this guy's just that's actually how good that, that damn guy good. Is. That night, yeah. he's that good. So. Yeah, I think um, that's a very interesting fight. I think the size advantage would definitely play towards Makachev, I think, obviously. but The I, wrestling? Yeah. The problem. But I haven't seen nobody hold Volkanovski down, like, whatsoever. He's explosive. Not never. He's I mean, built like a fire hydrant. Unless they get on his back. I mean, we haven't seen that yet. We haven't seen I know that. A guy I know a guy who's pretty on, good at getting on backs. Yeah. Pause. But I know <laughs> a guy who's really good at get, taking backs. Yeah, so. That's that, in the world. Yeah. That's in the UFC, man. I'm excited for that. Hopefully, they do make it happen. And I think uh, there's nothing wrong with someone chasing greatness. And again, for me, I always try to build people up because this is such a brutal sport in the sense of like you're here one day, out of sight, out of mind the next minute, you know? And uh, you could be on a high, and then one day you could go on this crazy losing streak and just be done. So um, I like to see these guys when they're in the top capitalize when they can capitalize too, on, and hopefully, they can go out there and. Um, impressed if he doesn't win. Yeah, but it's an interesting fight. I, if I had to be honest, I, I take Makachev. I'm it's a Makachev tough. believer now. And me too. Yeah, I, I, he's a savage. Yeah. But I'm like, oh dear God, Volkanovski, please. You know, I love Volkanovski. Yeah. But you know, these Dagestanians are coming, man. And they're big. The, the Dagestanians, Georgians, Georgians. Your yeah. boy, Marab. Yeah. And I appreciate Khabib recognizing what I do when I take guys down in, in that top pressure situation. Oh, did Khabib say something? He was like, I'm the best in the world in this position. This is where I. Pretty much excel, and uh, he yeah, said that. I think that's pretty cool. Doesn't say that, just a hater. D yeah, they yeah. just say I'm just holding. I'm like, all right, let me let me do this to you and see what happens. But also, Khabib says that the guy knows a thing or two about control. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I mean, you got big things. That to me, it's like yeah, I'm I'm you know I'm on the outside looking. I'm proud of you, man. You're doing all this stuff outside the octagon, but when you look at your career, you know the Peter Yan uh, fights. You look what you did against T.J. Dillashaw, and you look what you have coming up, whether it's Sugar, Henry Cejudo, you got Chido Vera looming back there, so you have an opportunity to just like kind of set yourself apart from all of it, man. You have the skill set to beat all of them. No, I appreciate that. Which is so that. dope, man. Uh, I mean, the only guys I haven't fought, that, ha that I have fought that weren't ranked was Taquino Mendez, and I think that was really it. I think everybody else I fought was ranked, you know, yeah, since you my third the UFC fight. Yep. Everybody else was in w within that top 15, so I think there should be some credit due or given, um, I know, think they have you at like number six pound for pound rankings. I don't, I don't really look at that. I, I look at it when it's there, but I don't like even pay that anymore. Uh, also, how you know? Because if it was legit, then just the heaviest guy in the world would be number one. Yeah. Like, you, who, you tell me, Volkanovski can beat up Francis? Yeah. Well, I guess they say pound for pound. If you were the same size, who would win based based on skill set? I think that's how they do it. No, that is it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do have to say though, 
I did listen to the podcast. So, you know, you, you gave TJ a lot of props. So, you know, Remember, I'm, he's my I'm boy. I'm going to have to break your balls a little bit. No, you should. You should. <laughs> he's my boy. You know what the problem is now? <laughs> the problem is now is because this is your third time on the show. But, you know, this, like, you're one of my favorites. And also, you got a great podcast. You're doing your thing. TJ's a close friend. Yeah. So, yeah. my whole thing, my whole pitch on that, right, when I do the show, my whole narrative on that is, like, this is why you should root for TJ because it's a comeback story. Like, we all yeah. love a comeback story. And you were like, cool story, check this out, and then beat the shit out of my friend. <laughs> and now you're here, and he's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know I love the fuck it. Matter of fact, I love you so much. You know, I always ask my boys at Suplex to send a pair of shoes uh, for all the fighters on Food Truck. And oh I said, shit. dude, we got, we got Aljo coming on. He's champ. And they're like, we know who he is. I'm like, all right, be cool. Uh, be less sensitive. Uh, but uh, I was like, I need a special shoe, man. And this is a shoe. I couldn't, I'm trying to think who we've had on who's champ. Uh, maybe Izzy, but that was years ago. Fra oh, we had Francis on, but he, he wore like a size 19. So he got, <laughs> he, he got a weird shoe. He got a weird yeah. shoe. He got like a giant Ugg boot. And I, like, <laughs> I drew a Nike sign on it. No, he got some cool shoes. But these are, these are made for a champ. And this is, says, uh, Mr. Sterling, uh, big fans here at the shop. Being that you're the world champ, we figured it's only appropriate we laced you with these world champ dunks. Please wear and enjoy. They gotta be the only dunks that come with a championship belt. Oh shit! Diamond encrusted. Oh, look at that! And it's snake skin for skinning the snake. <laughs> Bro, I didn't even think of that. Hashtag skin the snake, baby. Look at that. Look Suplex, at that. A, ch a, a champion shoe for a champ, and it's lined oh, with some purple dope. in there. I like the purple. These you know, bad boys are hard to come by. My very first T-shirt that I made when I first started was uh, purple and lime green. Love it. Which is what I'm wrapping my Tesla. So sick. And then uh, I have a, uh, I got a Camry too in Vegas, but oh, my Tesla's that. my baby. Wrap the Tesla. <laughs> Super hood. <laughs> it's wrap gonna the be Tesla. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. midnight purple with lime green, like oh, accent marks on it. And uh, this is this is dope. So I appreciate you guys. Thank you guys for looking at what, what's the company? Uh, Suplex in Philly. Suplex. Thank you. And you're not too far from there, but these shoes, man. So they oh, go, man. We can fire. try and find a 13. I said, I'm not world champ, man. Just send these for Aljo. Is this is there like a name for these? Like a edition? Or? Yeah, the, these are the the Nike Dunk Low Retro World Champs. Really? <laughs> I swear to God, World Champs. Sick. Literally, the, the Nike Dunk Low Retro World Champs. One on one. Uh, one on one <laughs> for you. I mean, I, I listen. If you're not oh, world champ, go, you can't baby. wear them. So. Thanks, like food. You're the best, brother. Appreciate it. Keep doing your thing, man. I'm gonna try. I'm, ne I'm, ne I'm never. Out there. And now you're you're not fighting TJ anymore. You know he's probably not getting back there. I'm never gonna pick against you. You got my word. I'm a believer. I'm an Aljo believer. I love you. You know this. I like you the, the champ shoes now. I like when people pick against me because it makes me work that much harder. Yeah. I do like it. Yeah. Yeah. You really beat the shit out of some guys. Well, that's the champ, Aljo. We love you, man. Thanks, Thank brother. If you're into Thick Boys, <laughs> like, subscribe, comment, and God bless America. Well, that's not my big one. Just kidding. <laughs>